Yes, I know that God is by my side. Keep the faith every day I pray. The only way I could survive. Yes, no matter what you're going through, he'll never leave you. His love is eternal. Welcome to worthy people. Yeah, coming straight out the projects. It was hard growing up. Born dead as an infant. Mother addicted to drugs. Coming in and out of foster care. He was stuck in a system. After doing time in prison. Gave his life to Christ. Now a Christian. You feel like nobody gets you. Nobody knows what you've been through. Well, Cody has been where you are. You heard me? So remember that you are worthy. 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 Worthy people, yeah. Even when it's hard. Always keep your faith in God, yeah. Worthy. Worthy. Worthy people, yeah. Struggling and searching. Remember you are worthy. Worthy people. God will never give up on you. Let's go. What's up, all my worthy people? How are you doing? I hope everybody had a good Independence Day, 4th of July. I hope you got to eat good. <laughs> did they did they serve something good in the chow hall, the mess hall? depending on wherever you're listening from. And hopefully you got to get good, eat good. I remember, you know, when I was incarcerated, man, holidays, I think on 4th of July, like, we would get, you know, barbecue chicken or or something like that, you know. So maybe get get that cake on, get that dessert on. (laughs) Hopefully got to eat good. Hey, but we can't forget what it's all about, right? And it's like, why do we celebrate Independence Day? We celebrate Independence Day because of the sacrifice, right? Sacrifice that people have given. People have given their lives to make America what it is. And you might say, man, what are you talking about? Independence, talking about freedom. I'm in prison. Well, maybe because of the people that have had, that, that have gave their life, our, our prison system does have, you know, better... Uh, some better uh, things than being in a third world country prison I've seen the documentaries locked up abroad their prisons in other countries in Mexico man it's it's a it's a whole nother world so you know we can we can even thank God hey man they're doing time in the in the US of A you know and things aren't aren't, aren't crazy um, as, as crazy um, as in some other countries Right. So there's a lot to be thankful for what I was talking about this past Sunday, talking about freedom is, yeah, they died. People died. We thank them for their sacrifice that, you know, we can be free. But another thing, too, is that's the same thing that Jesus did. Jesus sacrificed. He gave his life so that you could be free so that I could be free spiritually you know physically mentally free you know from from that old life and the 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 old things that that uh we used to do man it's freedom in jesus we celebrated freedom in jesus too this weekend um and and hopefully if you know him you can't you have as well and um if you don't hey you can get to know him and you can be free because that's where i found jesus in prison in prison, the least free place surrounded by bars and brick and razor wire and fences. Man, 
it looked like I wasn't free, but that's where I had my freedom. I was set free in prison. Amen. And um, so I hope everybody's doing well. Thank you so much for your letters. Man, we received so many letters this week. So many letters. I gotta, I'm going to have to hit that mail call quick um, from all over the United States. So um, if you've written, thank you so much for the letters. Um, for those of you who, who have sent letters, I even I even found some letters from um, the, the mail call that I didn't do. You know, so uh, if that was you, um, if you wrote and didn't hear a shout out on this last mail call, I got you. I got you coming soon. Coming soon. Mail call again. Um, if you're listening right now and you, you want to be on this next mail call right right now, um, our address is there in the description. Um, we also say it at the at the very end of the podcast. But, you know, shoot us a letter. We'd love to hear from you. We would love to to pray over you and your situation. Thank you all. So many prayer, um, uh, so many uh, prayers have been, been sent my way as far as with, uh, for our ministry, for our situation with my wife and I, for our situation, how it's impacted you. So uh, thank you all for that. Um, thank you all for that. But we want to pray for you. We want to know what what's your life like. Um, how, how can we pray for you? What's your situation like? What's your, what's your situation like doing time with your family uh, on the outside, all that? We, we want to know. We want to pray. We know we serve a God of restoration, and uh, we believe in for restoration for your life. And um, and so if you're listening to this on Clemens Unit out there in Brazoria, Texas, what's up, Clemens Unit? Can we uh, make a little bit of noise for the Clemens unit. What's up? Of course, that's my unit that I, that I, uh, that I gave my life to the Lord on. It's Clemens unit. And so it's something special to me, um, out there. We coming, we coming through this Sunday. Get ready. We going to be there. Pass the word around. Let them know. We're going to pack out the chapel. Come on in Jesus name. Tell them, man, somebody who was here on this unit is coming through. So we got the G4 service at 8 a.m. We got the general population service um, at 10 a.m. So y'all y'all pull up. Y'all show some love, man. I, I can't wait to see you brothers out there. Uh, so Clemens unit this Sunday, uh, we coming for you. Um, so, so I hope to see you. You better be out there. I'll come up in the day room. I'll wake you up. Man, what's up? I tell the boss, man, roll this door, man. Let me in. Man, wake up. Man, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. Hey, we have a great conversation uh, today um, that we're about to have with uh, my brother and pastor Ernesto uh, with Kingdom Music. And um, I'm so excited about this conversation here. So you guys, you know, just just sit on back there with your headphones and get ready um, for for just a great conversation um, that we're having. We're talking about the power of God in our situation, the power of God to set us free from that old way of life, that old mindset um, and just how much that God can do and bring how far that he has brought us um, and that he can he can br- bring you um, and that you've not forgotten. And so let's jump into this conversation uh, right now. Well, I'm excited about the conversation today with a special guest that we have here. Uh, Got my brother and pastor Ernesto 
from Kingdom Music on the line. What's up, Ernesto? How you doing? Yo, yo, yo. God bless you guys, man. Thank you for having me on. I'm I'm looking forward to this conversation today. It's been a long time coming, uh, man. So just to tell you guys that are listening and ladies and ladies, um, just to let y'all know, man, I was at the Clemens unit in Brazoria um, out there doing ministry. And then Ernesto uh, was doing ministry as well at the same time. And uh Man, I went to the restroom and we bumped into each other in the hallway and uh he had the whole whole squad in there just finished doing two services at, at Clemens. So those listening at Clemens, I know y'all are familiar um with this brother right here coming in. Um and just exchanged contacts and uh found out that, you know, he's uh with Kingdom Music and he he is over the Don't Forget the Forgotten Prison Ministry with Kingdom M- Music with Brother Brian T. Um, as as you guys know uh, that are listening and know his music, and uh, so man, it's been a long time coming for this conversation uh, today. So thank you uh, for for joining us. And uh, man, what's up with you? How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Uh, thank you for having me on, man. It has been a a long time coming, but I know God. God's sovereign, so he's he got something in store for everybody, man. Uh, we just got off actually the the, the Kingdom Music. Uh, don't forget the Forgotten Crusade. So it was truly amazing, man, to to see God move behind those those prison walls, man. And man, every one of them is different. Man, I, and I seen it. I, I was watching you guys' journey. And what units could you call out the units that you guys went to, just for the people that are listening, in case you were on that unit. So we went to Roach, we went to uh, Clemens, we went to Michaels, we went to Beto, uh, and we went to Polanski. Man, man, Beto uh, and Clemens, man, both two units that I, you know, did time on. Of course, I know brothers that are in both places. Uh, uh, you go into Clemens and minister, I go into Clemens as well. Um, and so, man. Man, that's so exciting watching to see what you guys did. And so I wanted to ask you, man, could you just share uh, just about that experience? You know, what kind of move of God that you guys got to see going into the prisons and, you know, the people, you know, lives, lives changed. Man, prison ministry is is, is a passion for us, man. And we just we have a, a, a burden for 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 people behind bars and our culture, you know, we all come from that same lifestyle from being in the street, from selling drugs or being uh, hanging around gangs or being in gangs. And, and so going into the prisons is something that that's very dear to our heart, man. And just to see the power of God move in those prison cells, I mean, in the prison, in the prisoners and in, 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 in our brothers in white is, is just amazing because uh, sometimes uh, you get people who come, with hardened hearts or you get people who come doubting or people who come who do, do not know what to expect but when that when, when god moves man god moves and, and just to see the desperation and the need for for jesus the need for for healing the need for for restoration and deliverance and and reconciliation is it's a beautiful thing man because god is all those things you know what i mean so when we get to see people impacted and touched and and hit by the power of god is it's just I don't know I I don't think there's an, another more fulfilling thing to see than than God moving people's lives, man. man. So it, it's, it's it's just beautiful, man. Man, man, 
I mean, you really, you really said it there, getting to go in there. I mean, and, and I saw the pictures, and I'm going to be honest with you, you know, as someone who goes in does prison ministry as well, um, you know, I, I saw a lot of people uh, from in the pictures that, you know, normally wouldn't be there, normally wouldn't be there, you know, uh, specifically, you know, I know going into Clemens, I saw a lot of people that that hadn't come out, you know, when when we're going to Clemens, you know, and so I really praise God because I know through through them coming out, you know, through the music and the music being able to minister to them, um, you know, and it's like it's like you know, brother Brian T says he's like you know the music is just a a tool, you know, Amen. it's a tool, you know, we're not there to promote the music, we're not there to. Um, you know, lift up the the, the music uh, as rappers or anything like that, right? We're there to lift up to lift up God, and it's just a tool that you know people will come out for that. No different than we saw with Jesus. I mean, when Jesus showed up with the fish and the loaves, <laughs> five thousand people come out. You know, everybody everybody came out. So the next day, though, what a lot of people don't realize is that. Jesus' disciples, you know, they're a little confused and they were like, man, Jesus, what happened to all the people from yesterday? <laughs> uh, and Jesus said, you know, they came out, you know, for the fish and the in the loaves, right? So, you know, Jesus knew it was going to bring the crowd to respond, but he, he had a message for them, you know, hit a message for them coming out and it was beyond the, the physical food it was the spiritual food and and just like you know what what you guys did and are doing it, it's beyond the music um and, and it's 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 about a spiritual uh message and so man i just praise god that people that may not come out to a church service you know you guys were able to reach and that's what it's all about you know the bible says that as the body of christ some of us are the arms, some of the legs, <laughs> some of the eyes. I, I, I give some of the brothers here at the church a hard time. I say some of y'all just a pinky toe <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> in the body, but hey, we we everybody has a role. Everybody has a role in in, in the kingdom. And um, man, so I just know you know you guys touched hundreds, thousands of people um, in this last last week, and. Uh, Man, just being apart from your family, being on the road, you know, do, do, doing this, it's really, really a labor of love. And so um, I'm just excited that the the, the people that accepted Christ, um, the the new brothers that we have right now um, in, in the kingdom through that work, through that work that you guys did um, and through those seeds that were planted. Um, so, man, so while doing don't forget the forgotten and going into the prisons, you know, and, and getting to be able to um, uh, love on those guys. Is there maybe a testimony that shares that uh, stands out to you um, of an of an individual that, uh, you know, that really got touched uh, through, through it? Man, there's so many, man. Uh, it's like what I start. Yeah. <laughs> There's people renouncing, you know, Islam. There's people accepting Jesus. There's people releasing forgiveness, man. You know, one of the, um, I think that sometimes one of the misconceptions that some people have is that, um, 
people's struggles are different. You know what I mean? And not so much uh, circumstantially, but I think like spiritually. You know, and and just like we uh, us we deal out here with unforgiveness, or we deal with pride, or or we deal with with uh, certain spiritual things, they deal with them inside as well, man. Uh, one of the, the the encounters that I had was actually a Beto unit, man, uh, and and. It, it touched me because I it was I was like man like it doesn't matter where whether we're in prison uh, physically or out there in, in in the world that some of the the misconceptions of Christianity are the same you know what I mean uh, I had a, this this one guy come to me and ask me like he's like man like I just been I, I've been safe for three months and I see you guys and I see some of the guys in here come and I, I, I see how lit up for the Lord you are and and I want that man. I wanna do more and I wanna be more and, and I wanna um you know like uh in a sense be a better person and, mm-hmm. and, and 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 that always grieves my heart, man, because uh, it's 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 exhausting to put that burden on yourself of of, of doing more and, and, and being a better person and, and comparing yourself to other Christians, man, because uh, you have your own, you know what I mean? God has created you, every individual, purposely for a purpose and on purpose. And everybody has their own relationship with Jesus. And everybody is at the age that they're, age with, that they're in with Christ. And he's teaching all of us what he needs for us to, to be taught in, 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 in our walk and in, in, in the season that we're in, you know, and, and to be comparing ourselves to other people or to, or to want what somebody else uh, has sometimes is, 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 is detrimental to our own walk. Cause then we stop mm-hmm. seeing what God has for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, so I was just able, I was able to minister to him and I was like, man, bro, like you're three months. And some of the guys that you're seeing here have been safe for 10 years. You know what I mean? Nine years, three years. And, and not to say that, that you're not here or you can't get here, but my whole, my whole, um, point to him was like be a baby bro you know what mm-hmm. i mean and and just think about what babies need when they're babies man they need nourishing you know they yep. need they need love they need they need uh forgiveness they need grace they need mercy they they need to they we need to give them space to make mistakes you know what i mean we need to give them space to to grow and i don't know i think one of the the main things that we miss in christianity is is who god says we are and and the power of his love and, mm. and, 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 and we get so wrapped up in doing ministry and preaching or rapping or, or, or serving or being part of the church that, that we forget to embrace what he says about us. And, and we find value in those things or we think we're, we think we're not worthy enough. You know, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm too far gone or my, my, my sentence is too far away or been too long or, or my crime is too, too detrimental that he can't forgive me or he's not going to see me for who, for he's like, he doesn't see me any different than a criminal, but that's that's like one of the most uh, foundational things is Christianity is our identity in Christ and who He says we are because He says we are forgiven, right? He says we're 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 loved and we're worthy and and and, and we're accepted and and we're justified and we're redeemed and all these things. So uh, just to be able to minister to Him and tell Him, man, you know what, bro? Like embrace where you're at. You know what I mean? Embrace the 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 season that you're in and what God what God's showing you in this season because it's all preparation for your next season and your next level and what God is doing, what God's taking you next. You know, uh, be three months. You know what I mean? Be three months and allow God to show you what He's showing you in three months. Embrace your identity in Christ and 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 embrace His love, man. And he he started crying and he's like, man, I I just 
I don't know how to do that. You know, I don't know how to embrace who I am in Christ because because I'm fighting these thoughts. So I don't know how to embrace His love because I feel unlovable. You know what I mean? And and that's the importance of spending time with Him and, and getting to know Him because He's the King. You know what I mean? He's the King mm. of Kings and the Lord of Lords and and the Creator of the world and and He loves you tremendously and and and, and He has a plan for you, man. So for me, that was one of the most touching ones. Uh, I guess personally because. It's it, it it it's some of the same struggles that we have out here, you know. Yeah, man. A couple of things, you know, that you were sharing is like, man. Well, Paul said you got to run your own race. You know, yeah. if you watch somebody out there racing, or you you watch people running track, they ain't looking to the left or to the right. They ain't worried about who's coming up beside them, who's even in front of them. They're just running their race to the best of their ability. And when we get caught up of who's ahead, who's behind, who's coming up beside. You know, we look to the left, to the right, you know, even in the professional track, uh, they, they're, they're trained that when you look to the left or the right, it actually slows you down. Like, you know, everything matters when, you, when you're running track, you know, seconds, half seconds, all that matters and, and you lose time. You know, looking to the left or right, that way you run um, in the same way in our in our own life, you know. We're looking, man, this brother been saved this long, this brother doing this, this brother, you know, this sister over here, you know, why, why, why doesn't God do for me what he did for him? Yes. And, and, uh, we get so caught up in that, that it slows us down. You know, we, we can, we can get, we can get stuck, you know, and, and the battlefield is, is in the mind, you know, to, to your point of what you were saying is like, you know, Paul said, I bring every thought, uh, captivity, you know, to, in subjection. Um, to the Lord Jesus Christ. So, you know, those that are listening right now, you're in captivity. You know, you're locked up. And so Paul was saying, I, I lock up those thoughts. You know, the the fear, the doubt, the the questioning, the jealousy, the unforgiveness. Like, man, I got to I, I can't keep going, you know, with all this. I got to lock it up. I got to go 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 put that thing in seg and, and throw away the key. You know, I can't I can't keep going. And, uh, man, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, and I was the same way, you know, when I first came to the Lord, I was like, man, man, how am I ever going to be like this or that? And I thought, you know, I had to change myself, you know, even when I came home, uh, when they put the tie on me and all this stuff to go into the church, like it felt funny, you know, it felt funny, you know, but I thought I had to be like everyone else. When God loved me and, and and has me, you know, for for a different purpose, you know, it's just like we got to run our own race, and we're not going to look like everybody else uh, yeah. in, in, in their lives. So, man, uh, hope hopefully that brother's listening. Uh, that that's over there on Beto that you're talking about right now. Yeah. Um, and even even I, I feel like as as mature believers, extending grace for those. Who are struggling with that, or, or I know because sometimes we feel like, well, they're not, they're not where they need to be. You know what I mean? Or, or they're taking mm. forever to grow in this particular area. Being mindful of, of the fact of God's grace and extending it, you know, and 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 trusting God because at the end of the day, it's like what you're saying. Like, I can't change myself. Why would I expect somebody else to be able to change themselves? You know, understanding that God changes us. Like our our faith, our 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 love, and our trust and 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 our, our 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 focus on Christ is what compels us to 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 surrender, and then He changes you. You know what I mean? He convicts. 
like he heals. He does all those things. Mm. Yeah, that's 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 true. <laughs> that's true. Even you know what you're speaking. Even going through right now in my own life, you know, it's 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 easy to get frustrated because people aren't where you want them to be, and it's like, man, we we all go through a process. You know, the 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 Bible even speaks to that. What you were saying, you know, that we we're, we're babes, we're on the milk. Uh, you know, I got a two year old son at home. I have a lot of grace for him. Uh, you know, for doing whatever he does. Because he's in a season of learning. Yeah. But Paul said, do we use this grace as an excuse to sin? He said, God forbid. So, Amen. you know, it's just having that balance and knowing that, hey, I'm learning right now, but I'm not like, man, uh, well, it's okay that I can be over here, be in the mix or doing all this, um, even when you know you shouldn't because, oh, I'm just a— you know, just a baby. I'll get there one day. I'll get there when I've been walking with the Lord 10 years or, um, you got to want it. You got to want it just like anything else. You know, I'm sitting in prison. I mean, whatever you wanted, you wanted, and you went out, went after it. And and now, you know, there, there's, there's consequences, but, you know, have that fire to go after God the same way. Like, man, I want it. I want this relationship with God, right? I want this, I, I want to be able to be at the level to where I can walk in a room and these dudes over here um, are smoking or they're high or they're drinking or whatever. Or there's a, a, a nice looking uh, uh, boss working to run and I'm not, um, you know, all tripping over myself, all caught up. I want to get to that point. And so I'm going to strengthen my relationship with God. I'm going to get in that word. You know, I'm going to get. Uh, get with other strong believers that can help hold me accountable and uh, that are going to give me that tap, <laughs> pull me up out the fire sometimes. I had to be pulled out the fire sometimes, you know. And uh, so, <laughs> but if you're in a spot where nobody can tell you anything because you don't want any accountability, then it's like, how are you going to listen to to a God, you know, that, that you can't see physically if you got a brother who's like, hey, trying to help you? You don't want to listen. So that's all part of growth. You know, find a good per- a brother, sister, wherever you at that can say, hey, help me. Help me on this journey. You know, we weren't meant to go through this alone. <laughs> you know, we need each other. We need the body. And um, man, so, man, that's good. Well, talking about, you know, don't forget the forgotten, talking about kingdom music. Uh, you know, Brian uh, T. just dropped an album called Satan Surrendered. And uh, there's a song uh, that I liked. I found out you like too, Ernesto. Uh, you you want to set the, the, this song up that we're about to play, and then uh, we'll come back and hear hear more from from Brother Ernesto about his testimony and uh, uh, something uh, a word that he has for you guys. Yeah, man, y'all check this new song out. It's called Tough Love, man. It's uh, it's it's talking about tough love and and how we extend tough love and in different relationships, man. So I hope it blesses you and uh, I hope you receive some tough love. (laughs) Amen. If I never got to say I love you, man, I'm telling you now. On everything, I'm sorry, fam, for letting you down. Life's a journey, there's so many left early I take this Jesus love and spread it around Check it out, look God rescued you 
when they arrested you. Yeah, I get it. You said it, man. It upset you. If I pay your bomb and they gon' hurt you more than help you, you so stubborn. You don't try to do anything that I tell you. How you gon' say you wanna be there for your kid? Even when you free, you never be there with your kid. Maybe this time will do you good though if you let it. Think about where you going wrong in life and redirect it. Hey, I showed enough love. That's why I show tough love. You did so much, bro. Never be what it once was. I love my brothers like blood, brothers and nothing less. But blood suckers suck your blood until there's nothing left. You give them an inch, they take a mile and then they smile at you. Everyone tired of you right now. Know you tired too. How you gonna burn the only bridge you gotta walk across? All that nobody love me talk. You better knock it off. I don't feel sorry for you. Why should I feel sorry for you? When you push good people away, you make it harder for you. If we don't fix the problem, man, we help the pattern. It's sad when you don't get your way, it only makes you mad. You feel like everyone against you, but it ain't what you think. Trying to point you to the father, trying to change how you think. A life can pass you faster than two eyes that can blink. You can lead a horse to the water, but you can't make it drink. Uh, a foolish man will always hate you for correcting him. Despise your wisdom because he feels you disrespecting him. A foolish man will always blame it on somebody else. Never take responsibility for what he did to say. I never got to say I love you. Look, I'm telling you now. And everything, I'm sorry, girl, for letting you down. Life's a journey, there's so many left early I take this Jesus love and spread it around yeah, I can't cradle you no more, man, I can't baby you Can't enable you with pain that you create for you Today I pray for you like keep evil away from you And keep people away that only try to take your faith from you And every chance you get, you try to bring my past up Always reminding me, daddy, head bags of trash, huh? Try to give you wisdom, you looking like I ain't asking Talk to me like my father, don't talk to me like a past Hey, I wish I would've changed a little sooner Maybe then you wouldn't blame me with the words of the accuser But I can't sin, that's the past tense Back then I was stupid, but I won't let that determine my future Straight up, look, this the same way that I used to do my mom How could I be foolish for so long and be so wrong? Hey, discipline don't feel good, consequences needed If you gon' give them anything, you better give them Jesus Hey, you break your daddy's heart to see you hurt Gotta love my babies, I don't wanna see them curse You try to do things your way, look, but your way never work If you don't lick, I got you, girl, it's only gonna get worse You're not the only one with problems, everybody has them Imagine me at 42 out here still throwing tantrum When life don't go my way, trust, I had enough of it But I don't give up or self-destruct, I just adjust to it Suffering is a way of life, no way around it Character is produced when you climbing the moving mountains How will you ever grow if you never went through affliction And never went through the testing of life with unfair conditions Hey, some of your wounds are self-inflicted You felt inflicted Plus you heard truth inside this song and felt convicted If you want victory, then you can't be a victim Get rid of your misery and try to live life different Change your perspective when you look at what you're going through Cause don't nobody really owe you what you owe to you And if the older you can speak with you to help you Trust me when I say that God won't fail you I never got to say I love you, look I'm telling you now And everything I'm sorry fam for letting you down Life's a journey, there's so many left early I take this Jesus love and spread it around Yeah Man, tough love. <laughs> Brother Ernesto, what you know about that tough love? <laughs> I know it all too well. <laughs> man. I that's the only way I, I, I was able to learn, man. <laughs> tough love, yep. Same, same here. <laughs> same here, same here, bro. Like, man, man, just real quick, talking about tough love, even in my own life, like, so right when I was like really bad off in my addiction, 
I had cut off like a mother figure in my life because I didn't. I was raised by my my grandma, and I didn't. My mom wasn't in my life because she was she was drug addicted as well. And um, so a lady who was a neighbor to me that I met when I was five, uh, she she used to buy us groceries, stuff like that. And uh, she she took me to church, and that's the first time I you know kind of heard about God as a kid. And so I was always in in her life and she was always there for me. But, uh, you know, like I said, she was a mom figure and uh, man and and she she tried to help me a lot. You know, she co-signed on the car. She tried to help me get a place. And um, man, I just I went on the run with the car. I trashed the house. I didn't pay the rent. And, uh, you know, we were turned up throwing parties and all that. And, uh, when I was really bad off on meth, she didn't, she was like checking the obituaries, calling the funeral homes. Cause it had been months, months since she heard from me. And, uh, I've been home now for 10 years, but she told me like, when I went to prison, she was like, don't ever contact me again. And so my wife was like. You, you you should contact her you know you should hit her up now and stuff and i'm like nah <laughs> nah i just had a lot of shame a lot of guilt you know yeah. that she showed me love and i and i did her wrong but i was mad at her too because she showed me that tough love and i got one letter from her when i first started doing time you know and i was 20 years old when i when i started my sentence and and she's like you know do right go to church get your ged and don't ever contact me again so I was like, look, I'm going to honor her that, you know, <laughs> she's like, look, it's been 15 years. You know, you, you, you should show her what God's done in your life, you know, because she's a Christian. And uh, I hit her up. Well, fast forward, bro. She was in church Sunday. She was in church Sunday. She she oh, wow. she would. They were coming down here for Fourth of July, going to uh, tubing in New Braunfels with her kids and all this stuff and they were in church uh this past sunday and uh man like that tough love to be at a spot like it's only because of god you know that rest he he restores those those relationships those you know that you think are broken and she was crying and i was crying and i was just like man i put you through hell and um she's like no no you know it's and I, I never thought I'd see you here today. I never thought I'd see you, you know. And uh, so, man, that was a tough love story, like full circle. And um, I told her, I said, man, I was mad about that tough love you you showed me. But really, those words ca- carried throughout my sentence. You know, I yeah. that's the only reason I did get my GED. Because, you know, I felt like, man, that that I that I owed that to, to you. And um, she's like, man, I'm I'm just, you know, proud of who you become. I'm so glad y'all reached out to me. And, you know, yeah, so, sure. man, w- what about you and Tough Love? <laughs> I know right now you're doing, you know, Don't Forget the Forgotten. You're a pastor. I see you go all over speaking, speaking to, speaking at uh, different men's events and, and, and traveling and bringing the word. Um, but, but. I know you didn't. You didn't grow up doing that. <laughs> <laughs> man, I never. Th- you couldn't have told me in my when I was growing up in my whole entire life that I was going to be what I was doing today, man. It's like, like I don't know, man. I, I, I think, and that's part. I feel like that's one of the burdens for for 
our passion to go in the streets, to go in the hoods, to go into the prison cells is because the, the, the hope in Jesus, you know what I mean? Like, I, I come from that same background, and I guess you can say product of my environment, for lack of a better word, man. Uh, you know, I come from the, the, the gangs, the gang life, the street life, the, the drug addiction, the, the drug dealing, man, uh, where, where it felt like that was the only thing to do, you know what I mean? Where if you didn't do that, those things, you weren't accepted. You know, if, if, if you weren't selling drugs or if you weren't getting high or if you weren't part of a gang, like, like you, you, you weren't, you weren't accepted and you weren't, you weren't, you weren't, you were just an outcast or somebody who didn't belong. Man, I remember in elementary, like you had no choice. This is an elementary, bro. We had, you had no choice. If you went to the restroom, you got jumped to be part of this gang <laughs> and it was like that's kind of like the environment that i was in man so for me I, I had this this um identity crisis man like i didn't i didn't know who i was man and my mom was single mom uh my dad was rarely there so she, and she had to provide she had to work uh to, to, to provide for the house man so i was alone most of the time man and i was just left to 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 basically to the world to, 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 to groom me and to, to show me what was, what a man was to show me was, what was acceptable to show me what, 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 what love was and, and, and what, what it looked like to be in society and into life, man. And, and growing up where I grew up at with, which is in the North central right there by fifth ward. Uh, it was, it was, H-Town. H-Town, yeah, H-Town. H-Town. <laughs> it was, it was, it was drug dealing. It was gang banging. It was partying. It was getting high. It was, you know, being with different women, it was making money, it was all these things, man. So that's kind of what grew me, bro. And that's kind of the life and the and the 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 the, the values and the identity that that I embraced growing up, man. Uh, and but it only lasted for so long because you know the wages of sin is death, and and all those things just lead to destruction, man. And I, it wasn't so long before I found myself. Uh, doing the things that I said I would never do, you know. Mm. Uh, I, I started selling drugs at a very young age, and I found myself selling weed. And, and it, I had a, a friend of mine who, who used to be like, "Man, everything that we give you, you could sell, bro." And, and it was so that kind of like uh, affirmed me, you know what I mean? It made me feel good. So I was selling weed. I was selling X. We were selling anything, man, and bombing fluid, wet, all that stuff. And uh, I found myself selling crack cocaine uh, uh, one time, man, and. Mm. Before you know it, I found myself doing it, you know, and and that just led me into a into a a, a bottomless pit. Um, I started smoking crack for I think at the age of of seventeen or eighteen, man, and I didn't stop till I was like twenty nine years old. And and Dang. that life, yeah, man, and that life was was just a life of destruction. And I ended mm. up homeless, man. I, I robbed everybody and their mama, robbed my own mom, robbed my own kids, mm. man. Uh, it was just a, a a, a destructive life, man. That 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 had no end and had no bottom. And and I, you know, and and a lot of times people um, people say like, man, why can't they just stop? You know, why why, why can't they just? And and that kind of grieves me. Or actually, it does grieve me because I remember wanting to stop, bro. Like mm. I remember sitting in, I remember standing in in my mom's bedroom and crying and crying out to God and and hitting myself. Like I would punch myself and I'd be like, why can I not stop, man? Like, why can I not stop doing this? And I would scream to the the Lord. I'd be like, help me stop, man. Take this away from me. And, And I wholeheartedly wanted to stop. But the stronghold on my life was so, so, um, deep that I couldn't, you know, I'll wake up the next day. And, and as soon as 
some of the homeboys or some of the uh, or people in the neighborhood came to call me to, to go get high or go start drinking or whatever it was. I was off to the races. But sometimes they wouldn't even call me. You know, I would just I would just I would just leave. And and my, my story is kinda like yours, man. I'd be gone I would be gone for months. Mm. And uh I, I was my mom was so convinced that I was gonna die in the street that right now my funeral is paid for. You know? Yeah, Dang. she paid for my funeral before she paid for hers mm. because, uh, yeah, because of how I was just living in the street and um, getting high and, 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 and robbing people and, and acting a fool, man. And so she was like, man, he going, I need to pay for his funeral before before I pay for mine because he going to die first. And, mm. um, yeah, that's kind of just the life that I live, man. Like, I didn't know that there was anything better. I didn't know that there was a, there was a Jesus. I didn't know that that I could be successful in life. I didn't know that I could be set free. I didn't know that I could be forgiven. I didn't know that, 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 you know, that, that God, that there was a God in heaven who loved me and, and who accepted me and who wanted me and, and who saw me, you know what I mean? And I felt insignificant, you know, I felt all these things, man. And, and, but, but when I met Jesus Christ, it, it changed my life. And, you know, I went through some detrimental things in my life that, that kind of fought against that, you know, even like, my little cousin passed away when, when he was very, at a very young age, and I blame myself for that for, 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 for years because I was, in my, I was in my restroom getting high when they came to my house because to, 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 my house was basically the block. Everybody hung out in front of my house. We sold drugs there. We had guns there. We, we got high. We drank. You know, we, we, we did everything in front of my house. And so they were, he was getting off of work and coming to my house, and uh, they knocked on my door and. I was so high in my restroom that I, I didn't want to come out. And after like they left and after uh, me coming down, I come outside and it wasn't a minute, bro. It was probably like seconds later, my cousin hits the corner full of blood saying, I shot him, I shot him. And we had got into some beef the night before and, and uh, we had a Mossberg plump and, and we were, my little cousin had got into some drama. And so we were waiting on these dudes to roll up. Uh, but they, uh, who, who ended up rolling up was a law. So we, mm. we kind of all scattered. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of all scattered and, and met behind my cousin's, my cousin's house. And that's kind of what like threw me off uh, as well too, is that we unloaded the gun. You know what I mean? Like we all unloaded the gun and we, we put it up and, and, and everybody went about our own way, but I guess maybe they loaded it back up or I don't know what happened, but they're playing with the gun. Uh, and it blew my, my, my it blew my little, uh, my little cousin's mouth off. And he was, he was mm. really smart really, and really petite, man. And so I blame myself. I would, I told myself for years, if I would have came outside, it would have been in my house and he would have never died. You know what I mean? And, mm. and that just, that just drove me deeper into, into, into the street, man, deeper into addiction, man. And, yeah, just the feelings of being unworthy, the feelings of, 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 hey, this is, this is, this is the other thing too, is that I accepted that, man. I, this is what I am. You know, it is what yeah. it is, bro. Let me, I used to tell my family, my cousins, let me die. I'm going to die, not you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm uh, crazy nonsense, bro. Like, I'm okay with, with being, being in the streets and I'm okay with you calling me a crackhead and I'm okay with, with, with being lost, man. But, Christ is so amazing, man. And in the in the in the midst of our mess, in the in the midst of our brokenness, in the midst of our desperation, He finds us, man. And, and He turns our, our trash into treasure and our message into mess. His message, man. And you know, by the grace of God, I'm I'm, I'm able to be able on this to be on this on this on this podcast with you guys and, and tell you that that Jesus loves you, man. And and there's hope, and that you're not forgotten, and that where your circumstance right now is not the end. 
You know, that if you're breathing and that you're living and you're listening to this, God has a plan for you, man. And God has a purpose for you. And he loves you. And, and there's hope in Jesus. And he can take any situation. He can take any mess. He can take any circumstance. And he can tr uh, transform it and renew it and, and change it for his glory, man. It's, so don't don't believe the lies of the enemy. Don't believe the, the, the lies that you tell yourself. You are not your mistakes. You are not your past. Uh, there is nothing that God cannot forgive. I don't care if you murdered. I don't care if you raped. I don't care if you molested. I don't care if whatever happened in your life, God can God forgives you of it. The mm -hmm. blood of Jesus cleanses you of it, and and He can, He can transform your life and He can change you, man. Man, <laughs> Amen, man, man. About your life, really. My my favorite verse, John ten ten. The 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 enemy, you know, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's exactly what you saw in your life, you know. And, and you know, when you go back to even the, 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 the first temptation, the first uh, temptation that ever happened in this world in the Garden of Eden, and um, what the devil did is he made them question what God said about them. And he said, did God really say? And so if that's yeah. the one temptation that was his first temptation, that brought sin in this world, then like we got to know, you know, the game of the enemy, like that's still his number one. Did God really say <laughs> that you're yeah. different? Did God really say, you know, that, that uh, he has a plan for your life, that he has a purpose? Did God really say he loves you? Did God really say he forgives you? You know, did yeah. God, did God really say that, it, the the life that he has for you is so much greater than, than than your past. It's like all these questions. Like we don't want to believe that what God says about us because we know all the wrong we've done. We know all the bad we've done. So the enemy is just going to use that right to keep replaying in our mind to keep us, you know, from accepting everything that God says about us and being able to live live in that because you know he. The devil's a hater. <laughs> he ain't yeah, ever right. going to have the things that we have, right? And so if he can keep you from it, mission accomplished. You know, we Thanks. all know people like that when we were in the street that were haters that, that yeah. wanted to keep you from being able to get something you was after or, or or whatever. So, I mean, it's the same way except on the physical, now the spiritual. Um you know, but the Bible says greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. It's like, man, I'm man, you might you might you devil, you might have all like this power and stuff like that, but 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 I really got the power over you through Jesus. <laughs> and uh man, that's that that's crazy. So what was really at a point in your life that were where, you know, to where you were introduced to Jesus, to where you had that, you know, conversion moment? Man, you know what's crazy is that my rock bottom was not enough for me. <laughs> like, hey, I, I, I hit rock bottom, bro, and like I was homeless. I remember living in my car, uh, yep. not eating for weeks, not bathing. I remember getting into a fight and uh, being all bloody and just staying in my blood, bro, and in the same clothes. And uh, uh, I, got, I got arrested. I got locked up, and then I came out, and I was in a halfway house, and... Um, that kind of thought of like taking a different route. And even then, you know, man, I was, I was like still acting a fool, but for me, it was, um, I had, I had, I had managed to get back in, in into the life of my wife and kids, mm -hmm. uh, you know, cause that, that was always, I guess something that, 
that that was dear to me, man. I always wanted my family. I always wanted, you know, to be part of my kids' life and to and to have a, and have my wife. And every time that I would I would I would destroy things, um, I would try to mend them. You know, I would come back and promise her that I've changed and I would get a job and, you know, I'm doing these things better. And 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 I had I had uh, convinced her to 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 get back with me. And you know, and I think uh, one of the main struggles that we struggle with is is letting go of our old life. Uh, and 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 he let it renouncing the gang, renouncing those those old friendships, or renouncing that old lifestyle. And I I struggle with that a lot, man. Like I was paying for rent, I was paying rent in a new house in a whole other location, but I couldn't leave the hood, so I was sitting in the hood while I'm paying rent in another house, you know. And uh, uh, my wife was just tired of it, and she's like, you know what, I'm leaving, man. Like I'm leaving with you or, or with or without you. And she kind of left, and I left with her, and. Uh, you know, for for a little bit, you know, I never thought that that we getting high or, or or drinking was a problem. I just I just know I needed to stop smoking dope. So we moved to this other house, and I was I was I was there for 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 some years and just selling selling coke and 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 and, and smoking weed and, and and drinking beer and partying on the weekends and you know doing my thing and and uh, whenever you're when it's it's only a matter of time, man, before you before you derail. Uh, because there's no there's no rock there's no fundament there's no foundational rock in our life uh and at that point i guess my relationship with my wife was that you know what i mean those kind of held me together uh so the minute that 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 fell apart we had a big fight we had a big argument i was off to the races again man i started smoking dope again and i started getting high i, mm. I started using the, my, my my company gas cart to put glass in people's cars and for dope <laughs> and yeah bro it was just you know dumb mm. and i was i remember sitting in my parking lot uh i used to hate going home high or getting home late because all we would do was fight and argue you know what i mean so in my in my uh uh nonsense and crazy way of thinking i think i've sit in a i'm gonna sit in the driveway until i come down and then i'll go inside when the sun comes up and and it won't be as bad you know what i mean but nah, it was it was just as bad or even worse so i said i was sitting in my driveway bro and i remember i was listening to 97.9 the box and I was coming down from a high, and 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 uh, and on ninety-seven nine, the boxes just start playing gospel music, and it, it, it tripped me out, and I was like, "What the heck? Like, what am I? What am I listening to? You know?" So I wasn't, I was, I, I wasn't trying to hear none of that. So I changed it, and uh, something inside of me said, "Put it back, man." So uh, and I, now I know the Holy Spirit, right? The conviction of the Lord, the Lord was 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 speaking to me, and He was He was revealing Himself to me. So I put it back. And when I put it back, it was talking about forgiveness, man. It was talking about redemptive power. It was talking about, you know, God's grace and God's mercy and how He loves, uh, how He loves us, man. And it did something to me, man, through a radio station, man. So the, the, if you, anybody ever thinks that you know, podcast or 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 music or or anything is is can God can't use certain things, He can use anything, you mm-hmm. know. Like He touched me through a song, bro. And so I went. I, I at that moment, I I, I was like, man, I'm tired. I'm tired of living like this. I know because I already had hit rock bottom. Like I know where where I'm going next, and 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 probably not even worse because now I'm, I've already been there. So it's it's just that much easier for me to to to, to be comfortable in those in those in, in in that place. So I went inside and I told my wife, I was like, man, I, I, she's like, man, you got to change, or I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. You know what I mean? And I was like, man, I'm I'm, I'm ready to change. And I made a call to um to my job and I let him know and, and man it was just crazy I believe God's hand was just all over it because the guy the guy my boss was like oh man like my brother's like that <laughs> he's like don't worry man my, my brother struggles with that stuff too man like our, our insurance covers 
covers you your, your rehab facility and for you to get help. So we'll just get you going on, on and put you in a, in a rehab facility, man, and and and, mm. and you'll be good. And 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 that's what happened, you know. I, it was crazy that, ma'am, I was so jacked up that the day before going to the rehab facility, like right before I left, I burnt off to go get hot one last time. One last I, time. <laughs> yeah, right. I went to go get a couple of dope, some dope. I went to go get some beer and. When I got home, my wife was pissed, but she didn't tell me nothing. She just looked at me, and she took me to the rehab facility. When I got to the guy, I was like, oh, my God. You smell like you've been out for months. And I was like, no, nah, just just a couple of hours, but I was trying to get it. <laughs> and in that rehab facility, man, uh, the dudes, uh, they were they were Christians, man. Uh, and they, they, they implemented a lot of, 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 of faith-based values and, and faith-based, faith-based morals and, and uh, you know, structure. So they had us praying. And, and, and my pride was so bad that, they, that one of the guys was like, we pray on our knees. And I was like, man, I ain't getting a lot of money for nobody, bro. And he's like, but that's what God never answer your prayers. And I was like, what? He's like, Surrendered. Yeah, no, yeah you're, you're prideful and God is just the proud. So until you drop to your knees and, and, and humble yourself, God won't answer any of your prayers, man. And so I learned to pray on my knees there, you know. And also I was able to write a letter to my little cousin that asked for forgiveness for, for, for thinking that, you know, it was my fault that he died and for carrying that burden. And so a lot of in that place I I, I I encountered God a lot, man. And even when I the first time I dropped to my knees to pray, he answered my prayer like right then and there, bro. It was super crazy. And I was like, "What the heck?" And it's like, <laughs> it just it just kind of compelled me to to do it more, you know, and to seek him more, and to and to and to and to and to search for this God. And and after that, it was it, man. That was it. Like I ain't turned back since, man. Man, it's been like nine, nine, ten years. Man, man, you're talking about before you went, like going and getting high, all that type of stuff. You know, I know a lot of people can relate to that, but uh, you know, it just shows. It shows us that that's how much we were a slave, you know, that's yeah, how much man. we were a slave and in bondage and chains to that drug that, you know, really in the grand scheme of things, it really wouldn't have mattered because you were going to be in a drug free facility anyway. And so, <laughs> yeah. you know, you were going to have to, you know, go through that. But it's just like one more time, one more time, one more time. You know, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. You know, we trade all that. You know, that's why I steal, kill, and destroy. Like, you know, you literally saw your life being stolen. You saw it destroying your family. You saw it, like, killing you, right? And that that's all the enemy, right? Because we know Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I know the plans that I have for you are good and not evil. So when you go through something, you, can, you can't blame God. God, why? Why'd you do that? You know, why'd you why'd you kill my family member? Why'd you let this happen? Why'd you, it, it's yeah. because God God didn't go make evil happen to you. You know, His plans for good, and yeah, so man, he cha- he left the ninety nine for the one. <laughs> you you were the prodigal yeah. son that day that he was coming after, and uh, man, I'm I'm right there. You know, walking with the Lord now uh, for about ten years. Uh, myself and uh, when I go into a prison or a jail I tell them look I've been on both sides and uh, you know of of serving God and not serving God and and since I came to God I, I, I stayed here <laughs> you know that Man. tells you something you know that he, God God been doing me better than the streets did Facts. and, and, and uh, you know, I think that sometimes we think that um when we come to God that Life gets better, you know what I mean, or or that it's supposed to, every every bad thing is supposed to go away, or that this is my answer to to 
to end misery or to or to end trials or to end tribulation and you know life happens life happens regardless whether you're in christ or not you know it rains on the just and the unjust the same and uh but the thing is that when we're in christ like we have peace through these things man like we have joy like we have we we, we have a, a we, we respond to these things differently because we know who we belong to we know who who's our life giver we know who who holds our our our, our beginning and our end in his hand like we know who who our deliverer is we know that that in, ultimately he's in control and he's not gonna he's not gonna forsake us and he's not gonna like do any like he's not gonna allow any horrible bad thing to happen to us in the sense of like this is gonna destroy me. He's gonna help. He's gonna strengthen us. He's you know he's near to the brokenhearted, and in our weaknesses, his strength is made perfect. So we can stand on these on these promises and these things that God tells us that that in the midst of our trials, in the midst of our storms, in the midst of persecution, of being wrongfully accused, of being attacked, of of whatever it is that you're facing, like when you stand with God, like. He 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 allows you to be peaceful in those in those things, man. Like it's just a supernatural uh, uh, empowerment of the Holy Spirit, man. When you man, when you're talking about you know when you 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 come into God and then you expect like, hey, everything's gonna be gone. I remember you know that even that I was like that to a certain extent. Like, man, I, I got saved, but man, I, I still you know. Still find myself wanting to cuss. Still find myself drawn to 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 want to smoke. You know. Yeah. Still find myself wanting to go back to the bad. But I'm like, man, I accepted Christ. What's up? What's uh, I don't understand. And I remember that uh, somebody came into the prison, a pastor, and I talked to him. I was like, man, I just don't know. Like, you know, I'm for real about it, but I I just don't know why. You know, I still have the the pull to the old life when I've accepted Christ. And he told me something. He's like. He's like, Cody, he said, to get yourself where you got yourself today, it didn't take overnight. Come and on. he said, it, and it ain't going to take overnight to, to, to all of a sudden, like, you, you, you can't <laughs> undo years and years and years of, you know, uh, bad decisions, addiction, all that, say a prayer, boom. You know, and that's what sanctification is. You know, sanctification is a process. You know, sanctification means you're you're set apart for God's special use and purpose. But you know, it's it's a journey. It, it's a you know, it's a it's a faith walk. It's a it's a Paul said. You know, I die daily. You know, it's that decision that it's an everyday thing. You don't say a prayer, boom. You know, like oh, all of a sudden, like everything in my whole life like changed, but. The what what I understood was is like I, no matter how many times I said I ain't gonna smoke no more, I ain't gonna get high no more, I ain't gonna drink no more, I ain't gonna you know go over there, I ain't gonna do this no more. I always fell back into it, but it was when I accepted Jesus that man now now I got Jesus in my on my corner, you know, and he said the same man. power that raised Jesus from the grave lives within me, so that I got resurrection power to rise up, you know, from everything that I. That I'm struggling with. So, you know, I'm no longer going through it alone. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. So, you know, to you that's listening, you're like, man, I still feel this way. I still don't know why, man. I mean, we all were there in that point. But right now you, you, you've got a helper. You know, Jesus said, I'm going to leave the Holy Spirit, the helper, the helper. He said, it's the comforter. And so, the Holy Spirit can comfort you when you're when you're frustrated, when you don't know why. 
He said the Holy Spirit will show you all things. So when you're like, man, I don't know what I should do or where I should go, like, man, tap into the Holy Spirit. Tap into the Holy Spirit. Walk with him each day. Say, show me which way to go. You know, uh, receive that comfort that he brings that, you know what, you know, uh, everything's going to be all right, you know, even in the middle of the storm. You know, even even when it's looking crazy right now, even when people are acting crazy around you, you know, you, you've just got to be able to come to that place like, you know, God's not a genie. <laughs> you can't Amen. you don't rub the lamp and get three wishes, you know, and like, uh, God, I want you to make me get a visit this week. I want you to put money on my books <laughs> and um, I want somebody to, uh, you know, throw a spread with me tonight. You know, OK, God, you didn't do what I asked you to do. Uh, you must not be real. Um and so it, it's a it's a process like, it, you know, we, that you had to go through. It didn't it wasn't overnight, um, you know, to get yourself in that situation. So it wasn't going to be overnight that you were going to just be, you know, completely, you know, uh, just not having any types of struggles or anything. But now you got God helping you. Um, Amen. And day you by know, day. Like what, what the process showed me was that that a lot of it was me, man. You know, like, um, yes, prayer, yes, you know, time with God, but also being able to identify, like, my whys, you know. Why did I get high? Why did I drink? Why am I angry? Why am I feeling this way? Like, taking time to to really sit, sit there and process and ask myself, like, the why in these things is, is, is extremely important, man, because, you know, I feel like our culture, like, I don't, I don't know about you, but I rarely got asked, hey, why, how you feel? How are you feeling? Are you doing no? Okay? We ain't talking about our feelings, bro. <laughs> yeah, first, so like whenever we were, whenever it came to processing our feelings or expressing our feelings, we always did it in an unhealthy fashion. We got high, we yeah. got drunk, fought, we slept with women, whatever. The, we slept with whatever. You're, you're, if you're a female, you slept with men. Like whatever the thing was that helped you express your your feelings or or numb your feelings, we did. You know, mm-hmm. so now we kind of still resort to that just because you're, you've been you've been saved. It doesn't exempt you from humanity like you're still human. You still feel sometimes you still uh, encounter doubts and and these thoughts. And uh, the, what, what happens is that you're, you're so used to being driven and led by your emotions that you still do that. You know, so kind of sitting down, praying, asking God to, to comfort you and then asking God to reveal to you, like, why am I feeling this way, man? Like. Why am I upset? Why am I angry? Why do I struggle with unforgiveness? God will begin to show you through the power of the Holy Spirit, you and things, things that you have in your heart or things that you need to surrender. You need to let go of your pride. You need to let go of idolatry of being accepted and being loved or you need to let go of, of unforgiveness. You need to let go of a lot of things that God that, that because of the world and because of your life, because of your circumstances, because of the hand you were dealt, because of traditions of your environment, a lot of things a lot of yuck a lot of dirt a lot of mess that uh, unfortunately we've put on and like you said the sanctification process is you going through the process of dying to those things and those things being uh, being knocked off and and you being purified into the image of of jesus like you're being purified from your pride you're being purified from your lust you're being purified from unforgiveness from your old way of thinking from feeling like everybody's out to get you from thinking that you're not good enough from thinking that you're not forgiven from all these things you know what i mean that that we've put on through time and through and through years that god is like i'm gonna cleanse you of that just just trust me 
just surrender. Allow me, you know, allow me to, to step into your situation. Allow me to step into your relationships. Allow me to step into your finances. Allow me to step into your, 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 your time in, in prison. Allow me to step into your, your case. Allow me to step into your parenting. Like, but we have to allow him to. And, and what happens when he steps in is that we begin to feel, you know, and, and feeling is the first step to healing. Like you got to mm. allow yourself to feel and, 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 and ask God to show you what, why you're feeling this way. Because I think what happens sometimes is we want healing or we want restoration. And when we begin to feel because we don't know how to process our feelings, we just shove God out. And then we say, oh, he couldn't heal this particular part or he couldn't restore this particular relationship. No, nah, it's not that he can't. He's not a liar. He is a healer. He's mm. the restorer. It's just that we can't bear to deal with the pain or the or the or the hurt or the anguish that it's bringing. That we want to deal with it ourselves, as as opposed to surrendering it to Him. That we push Him out and we mm. say, "No, you can't. You can't. You're not invited in this. My bad. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this hurts too much." So, man, begin to 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 ask yourself, like, you know, where is this pain coming from? Yeah, where's this hurt? Where's this anger? Like, what is it saying about me or my past or my relationships or how I see? Man. Man, what you what you said, you know, it, it, it reminded me of uh, what a pastor told me one time. He's like, "Man, you, you've given this to God, uh, this problem to God, but every time you try to try to deal with the the hurt or pain yourself, you take it back." So he's like, "You've given it to God, but the moment you take a sip of that uh, to numb the pain from that problem, you just took the problem back. The moment you go in and to to take a hit." You know, to smoke that because because of that because of that pain or whatever, you just took it back. You know, after giving it to God, so he was like, "Quit taking your problems back. Give them to God and let God heal you and help you through it without you trying to self medicate." Amen. Through that, it's hard. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. Like I think you know, there's so much things that we've done in life and gone through in life that, that they've all built up, man. But it's just one step at a time, man. You know. Trust, trust God in, in, in the season that you're in now, man, and allow him to to transform and renew you. Man, I know that we've said a lot, man. Ernesto, man, just uh, just here in closing, what would you like to share um, with those listening today? You know, uh, share with them, you know, a, a word or encouragement or, or, or what would you like to leave those, um, our brothers and sisters that, that are incarcerated um, that are listening now? Um, what would you like to leave them with? Man, I just want um, everybody out there to know that's listening to this that, that I love you, man. And uh, most importantly, God loves you. And uh, you're not forgotten. Um, you haven't been abandoned. Uh, your life's not over. Um, you know, like, there's still hope in Jesus, man. And and, and, and he, he wants to step into your situation. He wants to step into your moments of loneliness and your moments of of, of, of doubt and your moments of, of anger and your moments of feeling neglected or feeling like you're unworthy. And he wants to, to taint, to transform those things and, and get glory in them, man. I just want to encourage you to allow him to, you know, like I know sometimes we get it, you know, I think one of the most difficult things for us to, to, to face is, is relationship issues, man. Like we want to be, we want to be cupcake. We want, we want to be cuffed up. You know what I mean? We want to be in relationship. We want to be uh, with somebody, but the truth is that sometimes we're not even ready for that, you know, and, and, and you can see when you're ready for that, that uh, by the reflection of your relationship with Jesus, 
you know how submissive are you to christ you know how how obedient are you to christ you know how 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 willing are you to die to self you know uh, are are you right in in your character with jesus is your is your integrity surrendered to christ uh, are you forgiving are you gentle are you kind is the fruit of the spirit something that's manifesting through you daily and you know take some time while you're behind the walls to engage in relationship because that that'll begin to be the, the 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 reflection of of other relationships. Like if people in 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 your pod or people in your in your cell, if they irritate you, if you find yourself feeling some type of way about them, if you find yourself impatient with them or unforgiving towards them, nine times out of ten is that you're gonna find that same issue with people out here, with women out here, with men out here. You know what I mean? Because relationship is one of the hardest things for us to do in christ and uh sometimes i, I it, it might it's mind-boggling to me to think that i could be in a relationship with people when it's hard for me to be in a relationship with christ you know if i can't mm-hmm. be submissive submissive to jesus what makes me think that i could be submissive to jesus in a relationship mm-hmm. so man just um see god you know see christ uh you are forgiven uh, you're loved uh you're tremendously and 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 amazingly thought of man you know you're not forgotten we love you guys uh we're lo- always looking to come into all these prisons wherever they allow us to go into and and love on you guys and share the gospel and i thank you cody man for what you do man salute man of god because this is extremely uh crucial and needed and a ministry that's not uh, that we don't see a lot of man so thank you for what you're doing and anybody listening we love you guys man for real man well, thank you for for your time. Thank you for being on here. You know, uh, Kingdom Music, Brian T, uh, rolling out. Uh, don't forget the forgotten y'all are coming to a prison uh, near you, um, as Brother Brian says. But uh, man, I appreciate your time um, on here today, and uh, I know that the listeners, man, have been able to relate to something that God came through your your headphones today to do to speak to you to to remind you. Um, that, that your love, that you're not forgotten and that he wants you to truly surrender, um, you know, truly surrender and be able to have a relationship with you. Um, you know, so, uh, before we close out, uh, brother Ernesto, could, could you close us out in prayer? Yes, sir. Um, father God, we just, um, we love you, Lord. And we just thank you for, for your goodness. Uh, we thank you for thinking of us. The worst is that you know us by name. And uh, I believe that you know everybody's name that's listening on, on, on this podcast right now. And, and I, I, I pray for, uh, I pray that you just begin to touch them right there where you're at, Lord. I know that sometimes we have uh, circumstances, situations, struggles, fights, battles that, that we can't surrender to you, Lord. But I begin, I pray right now that we begin to surrender these things to you, Lord, that, that we begin to understand that um, there's no better hands then our fights, then our struggles can be in them in your hands, Lord, because you are sovereign, you are good, uh, you're all, you're, you're our Father, you're Almighty, Lord, and and your word says that you work out all things for the good for those that love you according to your purpose and will, Lord. So we can stand on that, we can bank on that, Lord. So I pray that uh, we begin to to surrender these things to you, Lord. I pray for every single listener. I pray for the one that's doubting, Lord. I pray for the one that's hurt. I pray for the one that's dealing with unforgiveness, the one that that maybe is confused, that maybe is on the fence of whether I should believe in Christ or not. I pray that they just uh, have a supernatural encounter with you right there where they're at right now, Lord. I pray for a, a manifestation 
manifestation of your Holy Spirit in every single headphone, in every single cell of the prisons, Lord, that you begin to rise up a, a church and an army that's going to be a, an extension and a reflection of who you are, of your grace, of your mercy, of your love, of transformation power, of your kindness, of your gentleness, of, of just everything of heaven, Father God. And I just thank you for allowing me to, to speak into these into these, the ears of, of the listeners, Lord, and, and for the platform that you have blessed Cody with, Lord. We speak life and abundance and blessings over it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, bro, thank you so much for your time, for y'all listening. You guys have a good week. Stay in your words. Stay in prayer. We love you. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to, to write us. Our address is right there in the description on this podcast. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and how we can pray for you. Um, until we see you next time, God bless you. If you're listening from a prison or jail, we would love to hear from you. Feel free to share your story or how this podcast has impacted you. Please write us at P.O. Box 120-162, San Antonio, Texas, 78212. Tell your friends and family to listen on all podcast platforms. Our mission is to remove the labels of society by seeing and accepting all people as Jesus does. For more information about us or to donate to our ministry, you can visit www.worthypeople.church. Until next time, we pray you continue to grow and change for the better. And don't forget to tell someone else to check out Worthy People Podcast. In this life, we all get bumps and bruises. In this life, we all make mistakes. But I'm not focused on yesterday. There's no more as all as well.